Is it recording? Yeah, we've been recording for a minute. Okay, uh, we were talking about cereal. I want to talk about cereal. <laughs> Grape nuts are good. Grape They're nuts are literally the worst. Disgusting. The worst cereal ever. It's like eating little rocks. It's sand. But You're eating sand. Yogurt, grape nuts. Amazing. Yeah, you said grape See? nuts are good. Yeah, mixed grape in with My dad likes grape nuts. <laughs> My dad likes grape nuts, and no one's ever finished a bowl of grape nuts. Ever. Grape nuts, in ever. the history of our species. Oh. This one. It's a giant clump of sand that you're eating. They're disgusting. They're little pieces. They're the worst. Sand. Captain Crunch. <laughs> Captain Crunch. Amazing. Captain no. Crunch is a good food. That's child's food. So. That's why it's good. Yeah, no. That's just true. It's no. raw kids at heart. Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles. Soggy. Uh, Reese's. You gotta eat you faster. Gotta eat food you gotta push <laughs> it. You gotta push that I like pace. To savor if you my want bites. Cocoa Pebbles, Fruity Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles are seconds. amazing. Push yourself. <laughs> Let's go. Amazing. And you gotta put the milk in first. Because <laughs> otherwise, yeah. This, yeah, trust me. Psychopath. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as the resident 300 pounder in the room, <laughs> let me teach you the technique. Let me teach you the ways. Fruit Loops? Fruit no. Loops, I'm oh, in. Come on. No. Fruit Loops bland. It's literally fruit. Uh, and it's loops, too. Okay. Hold no. on. You went from I like grape nuts to grape fruit nuts loops are, are good. bland. Don't make a lick of sense. Well, the best cereal is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. This is correct. Solid. With I honey. Mean, you gotta have the honey. honey. Without you have it, to add stuff to it. Yeah, that was honey my college and days. Like milk. Yeah. Milk. What's talking about? You always add milk. Yeah, yeah, I know. Unless you run out, then you use water. But no, but that's what I mean. <laughs> Craig's <laughs> mom said. <laughs> better put some water on that shit. Honey and. Well, milk. you better put some water on that damn shit. <laughs> that's a comedy goat. Yeah. That's not what we're here to talk about, Marcus. Don't divert the show. Yeah, we're here to talk about cereal. Cereal? Yeah. What were we talking about? Friday? It was just a very important thing that needed to be. Yeah. I'll include that in the show. This is it's all spawned program. by grape nuts. Hating on grape nuts. Man. Oh, yeah, that was infuriating. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to the Pohada Podcast. This is a show where we talk about Brazilian jiu-jitsu and other badass stuff, as well as literally whatever else comes to mind. Sometimes I'm having booze with a black belt, sometimes I'm talking blues with a blue belt, and sometimes we take on important topics like trauma and charitable giving. No matter what it is, it's usually an okay conversation. I am your host, Matt Browse of Pohada Photography, where I take pictures of Brazilian jiu-jitsu and dogs and other stuff. Please do check that out at at Pohada Photography. I mentioned last time that we've got a new show sponsor, our guy John Grills of Creepy Pod, his Creepy Pasta podcast. Do also check out Small Town Horror, another production of his and my personal favorite, Get there at creepypod.com and at creepypod on Instagram to stay up on his 31 days of horror, highlighting some of his favorites. Today's episode on the heels of IBJJF No Gi Worlds is something of a tournament wrap-up with some of my M-Theory martial arts friends, including Ishmael Bentley and Marcus Bedore, as well as a long-winded high-five to Akila Akal Hamid for becoming Minnesota's adult open world champion the first one without further ado my conversation with these three badasses marcus bedor akila try it i was gonna say uh world the world champ 
There you go. You can substitute it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should legally change your name. <laughs> Kilo World Champ. Ishmael Bentley. Bentley. The second. The second. Welcome back, all of you, to this ridiculous program. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Let's talk about worlds. Tell me about worlds, Sifu. So I'm going to deflect to uh, the first brown belt adult world champion in the state of Minnesota first adult female world champion in the state of Minnesota first open class adult world champion in the state of Minnesota Akila Minnesota bad (laughs) I don't know it was girls (laughs) what it was dope it was dope yeah you know just like last time it was dope yeah who'd you fight I don't even know their names I have no idea I know some girl from Oregon, some girl 10th Planet, which was amazing because, I mean, the boogeyman was coaching mm-hmm. her. None of that shit worked. Sure. But, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. And I don't know the rest. Maria is the... Oh, yeah. And Maria was the final. You know, she's a... I know her name. Her last name is crazy. She got like five names. Yeah. She's actually the number one. Brown belt. She's cool. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, Maria is one of the better brown belts in the world. Yeah, she's super nice. And then the, the semifinal was that the combat world's champion. Yeah, man, her hands yeah, were rough as shit. Out. That was really scrappy. They were she, what now? They were rough. She had rock climbing hands. She didn't look that like strong either. She, Dude, she was strong as, as she, hell. Yeah, but she looked like she rock soft. climbs. She does yeah. some shit because as soon as she grabbed my hands, I was like, well. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't want none of that shit. Zach Jeffrey hands where it's just like no legit well, for real. <laughs> this is not my dude. Her hands anymore. were like way stronger than mine. Just <laughs> thick. They were they were pretty rough too. Mm. Caitlin tells me that you, uh, the women you beat in a gold medal match, you've you've gone against them before. Yeah, so she what, beat me twice. What was different this time? I said, "Fuck that shit, Keeler. You're good too." <laughs> I decided to win. Yeah. That's it? Pretty much. Just Fuck get, that. Get I'm good too. I'm going to go for it. Yeah, I'm good too. Tell her what tell him what you said to her during the match. Oh, we were or like what was shit. what was different between like your finals match in your division and then the finals match in the absolute because you went against her twice and what the difference was between the two matches. And I was having fun. I just was like, fuck it, I'm good too. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to under my breath talk shit so I don't get disqualified. And I'm going to listen to Ishmael. When he says, don't go for that shit, I ain't going for it. <laughs> it was like the same time that you went for it. And we were like, oh God, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, let me back up. Nope, I ain't doing it. It's it's funny because like earlier that week, we were rolling like the, like the last like Nogi session. And you were talking shit to me while we were rolling, too. And afterwards, you were like, hey, man, uh, I hope you don't mind that I talk shit because that's kind of just what I do. And I was like, oh, it's no problem, right? And she's like, yeah, I like to say it to my opponents when I roll with them, too. <laughs> I and whispering like, sweet right. nothings. I do. It takes my mind off of it. It takes my mind off of the, the match and, like, breathing. And I get comfortable. And I'm like, oh, fuck this shit. What you going to do? You ain't doing shit. <laughs> That was close. Yeah, that was. I was saying that like, ooh, that was close. You almost got me. <laughs> See, now that's taunting. You're just taunting them. Yeah, but it's fun. And well, yeah, no, I'm not saying it's not worth it or no, fun. I'm yeah. saying I like that. And I think like the 
like the gal that she did it to took it. Yeah, she was well smiling. Too. Like she she did it like It was fun. She can't be comfortable around here. It's your damn foot off the table. It's loud. So deciding to win and then listening to instructions was the difference. Listening to instructions was huge. And then, yeah, fuck that. I'm good too. (laughs) That's basically what I was thinking. You won absolute, but not your division. Yeah. Explain that to me like somebody that doesn't understand it. Hypothetically. Well, you do your weight class, whatever weight class you're in, and then if you place first, second, or third, you can enter the absolute, which is all of the weight classes combined. So, I don't know. Why didn't you win your division? Because I fucking sucked that match, (laughs) and I was thinking too much. I wasn't having fun. Took it too serious. Don't really know. Was like nerves driven? Like you're just kind of like, wait a minute, I'm at Worlds or what? No, just. I don't really know the rules too much, and I just like of to, jujitsu. Yeah, I mean either. <laughs> I just want to like submit you. Like I just want to roll around and like try to beat you up. So there was. So some did, spot- did you get beat by points that yeah, you weren't points. really like counting or paying attention to? Is that the deal? One advantage. advantage. Yeah, it was an advantage. One advantage. Yeah, one it was close. Match was close. Yeah. What was the advantage? Oh, I like, don't even the remember. specific Half one. Half guard bullshit. Oh, that's right. Half guard bullshit. Yeah, I got my. Like I was flat in half guard, so she got an advantage. Yeah, if the top person like forces their way to half guard, and then. But then yeah, I like bench yeah. pressed her off me. Sounds right to me. Yeah, I know. It's what stupid. else do you do there? Nothing. Bench press them <clears throat> off you. Oh, you did have the this one, this one move in like the semifinal against the really tough gal who, like, she got like a sweep. And then immediately you like reached around her head and like cupped her chin <laughs> and then just it. ripped it yeah, back. And I was like, oh God, that's like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I attribute that, so that cool. to Elizabeth Clay. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. The reason being is when I went against her at Worlds, <clears throat> she submitted me with an umaplata, but she grabbed my throat. Like she grabbed my and that shit hurt so bad and I was like oh so we're doing like football dog pile no, type Roadhouse shit. we were walking like, Roadhouse upstairs and that's Roadhouse yeah the like, out. oh so this is how it goes at this level and I was like fucking oh, I'm doing, doing whatever <laughs> so we I mean it's fighting so fight yeah but it's like sometimes you're being nice fuck that I'm not being nice no more I'm. <clears throat> Knuckles in the ribs, doing whatever. Tickling like, feet. I tickle feet. I Me do too. do that. Yeah, but I'm a total joke. <laughs> I did that it's today. Funny that you do it too. <laughs> I play with your fingers. I might do some weird. It throws people off. Yeah. Did she do that to you, Ishmael? No. No. <laughs> I've been smothering a lot of people lately. I've <laughs> I've just been putting like their nose and mouth in my chest or like armpit or something or the bicep i did that to like Colin head, today like forehead in their in their throat or you getting a real pot of bomb yeah i've been doing that lately because i can't like smother them it's not legal to like put your hand i do it anyway but now i can just like do it with a different part of my body so that's fun i've really enjoyed jiu-jitsu lately that's really fun i'm just <laughs> making people really miserable <clears throat> so matt when you go to the worlds where there's gi or no gi or pans gi or Generally in the gi, the obviously the the biggest 
brackets that people want to watch are the adult black belts. Um, and then at, at uh, World's Gi, there is only the adult division. Um, the other is the, the open class. And then the one that everybody wants to see every year is who's going to win the brown belt open classes. Because those people are... That's the future. Right? That's the... Yeah, those are... You know, those people are typically, you know, going to be black belts within probably a year or so. And... Um, <clears throat> Akila's not in the adult division age-wise. She's 34. Mm-hmm. T- tell, so me she's the, tell me the adult division. 29 and down, right? So she's going down into the what's considered the toughest age division to be in, right? So she's going down the age division um, and competing against, you know, there's probably a few other women that are in the Masters 1 that are competing there, but the majority of them are in the adult division. So... She's like the the senior citizen in the division usually. Mm-hmm. How old but, were the people you you went against that day? I don't know. They were young. Probably mid twenties. I'd say mid twenties. Yeah. Yeah. And then the first the first the first woman actually, uh, Keila took them all down. So she double legged everybody in the open class. The first woman actually defended the double because I think the first Ooh, she woman she was thick. She was the the she was the let's say the largest woman in the open class, I think. Um, she defended a couple of takedowns and then Akila took her down. And then skill wise on the ground, there was a pretty big dis- disparity between the two of them. But then the last three women were all tough disparity in size. Uh, well, she was a lot larger than Akila, mm-hmm. but Akila was definitely more skillful okay. on the ground than her once she got it to the ground. And the second girl was the girl from 10th planet. Um, she was really good. Uh, Akila was just much more physical than her. And the last two women were very, very good. Yeah. Right. And both of them could also be physical. So both of those matches came literally down to like the last second. Right. Are you going to be able to, you're winning. Are you going to be able to hang on? Right. And so then when we do comp training, a lot of times we do like one minute drills. And sometimes people are like, why would we do the one minute drills? It's like, you got one minute to hang on to this. Right. Are you going to be first or are you going to be second? Yeah. I think people, don't understand how difficult it is almost to like almost get up early in a match. And then there's a part of you that's like, well, I'm winning. And for the next seven minutes, all I got to do is just not concede. And if you do that, you're probably going to concede something because you're just playing defensive. So being up on the score and still like going forward is actually pretty tough like mentally. And so if you can kind of like get past that, almost like you forget the two points even happened, then you're in a lot better spot. So she got up early in both her. There's the, there's the whole cliche of, you know, who wants it more in the finals. They both want it really, really bad. There is no, who wants it more. It's like, who's going to win. Right. Uh, It's not like the person that gets silver didn't want it. Right. When you get to that level and you get to the finals of those, they both run it really, really bad. Right. So the whole cliche of, you know, who wants it more at that at that point, it's not who wants it more. They both want it, you know, probably as much as anything they've ever wanted in their life. Right. And who's tactically going to be able to win this battle? It's about who gets it. Yeah, exactly. You want whatever the fuck you want at that point. It was dope. Say that again. It was dope. My favorite uh, quote from her through the weekend was the morning of 
she comes downstairs and she goes, man, I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) I'm real nervous. I'm real nervous. (laughs) Hands were sweating. I was like, I need to go for a jog. Let me get these cobwebs out. Your palms were sweaty? I was sweaty. Knees weak? Yeah. (laughs) Mom's getty. That's not where that was going. My favorite was from Ishmael when he like came over and he was like, you take them all down. <laughs> and I was like, I'm tired. He was like, they're tired too. Right. I was like, okay. Like, they're tired too. <laughs> I was like, fuck. It was a struggle. Mentally, it was a struggle. That was probably the biggest struggle mentally. Physically, I felt like. the nerves like and the fatigue once you were going and all that. It was mental fatigue. Like, don't make a mistake, Kilo, because it was inches. You know, don't make a mistake. Don't concede. If they do sweep you, fucking somehow try to reverse the shit. You know what it's I mean? A, it's a long day because you had to do the division. And then the first person in her division didn't show up. And they have to give you a certain amount of time before they disqualify you. So we sat there for two hours. And then finally she does her division. What's the amount of time? Is it two hours uh, or is it longer than that? Uh, the IBJJF has some kind of specific rule from theoretically the time the match starts based upon how long your matches are. And they have some kind of multiplier. That's how much time they have to give you. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That so, like, never happens. It's basically just like, oh, she hasn't showed up for a while. So so we let, we, we sat there for like two hours. <laughs> Fun. Waiting, just waiting. Fun. And then it didn't happen. And at some point, you know it's not going to happen. Yeah. But they can't. They have to, you know, follow the rules. And then well, that means you can't also just like <clears throat> leave and get, you know, chili Fritos. Yeah, you have to be and careful, cheese right? Fries and, yeah. and move on with your it's day. Because sometimes they do show up. It's like, yeah. oh, I just mm-hmm. you know got caught in traffic, or maybe especially like if you're in California, right? It's like easy to get caught in traffic. And then you know, so she does her match. She gets silver. So then we go sign up for the open class, and then she signs up for the open class. And then you can pull up and you can see who's in the open class. You can see when theoretically it's going to close. Nobody else can sign up. So you're looking at it and it's like, oh, you know, you got like six people, seven people. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you got to win four matches. Like, you know, there's no winning two matches and getting a gold medal. It's like, you're going to have to go through four. Oh, no, there's the, there's the woman that beat you. So you're probably going to have to go through her because she's on the opposite side of the bracket as well. And then in the first round, then you find out you get the biggest person in the whole bracket. So... Yeah, it's a long day. Yeah. Really long day. But it hit that first match. I was standing there, and I seen the woman that I was going against. No offense to her, but I knew Mm -hmm. I was faster, Mm -hmm. stronger. She Mm -hmm. just was bigger. And I look over to Marcus, and I was like, takedown? Should I do a takedown? And he was like, yeah. I was like, okay. And right out the gate I shot, and she stuffed the shit out of it. And I was like, I came back up with a smile on my face, like, ooh, this shit's about to be good. I'm finna take your ass down. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Yeah? What'd you get it with? Double leg. Double leg. Oh. Fast blast double. Yeah. Fans himself. <laughs> oh, my, my. <laughs> Biggest MF in the room are hitting the double leg. Let's yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Your foot swept one person. Yeah. That, that was, was dope. That was the girl in the semifinal. I think you foot swept her. Well, foot double leg, then foot the swept her. 10th Planet Girl. It was the 10th Planet Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was funny because it was like foot sweep and then she just like fell and then you're like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Dude, I couldn't give her down. any space. No. She was. Fl- Thank you, Ka. I appreciate <laughs> you for helping me develop whatever skill that I needed 
to be able to close the space. Weird noodle legs coming <laughs> oh, up between man, your I head. Had her, like, where'd that leg come from? I had from? her knee in her eye. And then I was pinning the other <laughs> foot down. You had like a triangle, but with the arms instead of the legs. That a was what? Funny. A triangle? <laughs> oh, Lord. If you ever triangle? get someone in a triangle, I'll, I don't know. You I'll give you a free private. Astonished. Yeah. Uh, a what? triangle yes. is like a triangle. Okay. But imagine I'm in a, stuck in a triangle, but my leg is also, also in the triangle. In your eye. Yeah. Mm. So that's a, tri- a triangle. Now imagine instead of you having your legs trapping all that, it's just your arms. That seems more feasible than the legs. <laughs> on my end, I gotta be honest. Uh, your end, yes. Yeah. But I was picturing. I'm like, hmm, that seems tough. And then mm-hmm. he said I could do it with my arms. I was like, okay. Yeah. But I might have done that to to Cobb this, this morning. As yeah, a probably. I've been known to grab a leg and grab a head and just pull them together and try to <laughs> just hold grab on. The you know, whole body and just yeah. She's having a I'm whole conversation this, so with you. Stuff. Why is it called cry angle? Because I don't know. Because you cry in mm-hmm. it. I don't know. That's what if I you thought. You tap that to you should probably cry. Yeah. Yeah. Why? It's one of probably more embarrassing submissions to get caught in. Yeah, I've caught Max Bolo in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, why is it why should Max be embarrassed by that why is it the most embarrassing thing to get caught in because you've got your arm and your leg together and you're all crunched up and you look like you're in this little package yeah yeah like, why, did, why sh- did you let this happen and not that you shouldn't tap out to it but yeah it, probably yeah it's very hard to be like oh, I'm gonna get someone in a triangle like that's you, the game plan it's accident you, you fall into it or <laughs> Bad things happen, and then it just happens. It's funny. Yeah. Were you there, Marcus? Was I where? At Worlds. At Nogi Worlds, I was. I saw the match. Which one? I saw, I saw the... Uh, Which one? <laughs> I saw the one we posted. Oh, yeah? That was a good match. How'd it go? Tell me about it. Uh, I won. All right. <laughs> pa- Polly, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> Um. Yeah, it's the first round. Uh, at in the black belt division. Normally, in previous times, they didn't have two days. Uh, for the black belt divisions at Nogi Worlds, but this was like the first time that they split it up into two days. So why they do that? If you make it to the quarterfinals, uh, then you make it to the day two. Uh, so I only had one match my first day. Uh, so if I just had to win that match, then I would make it to day two and then I would fight my quarterfinals and semifinals and finals, uh, on that day. So I just had one match on Saturday and he was a good guy. Uh, he's been around for a hot minute. Uh, we didn't have a whole lot of nogi tape on him, which was frustrating because a lot of times you, you want to see like what this guy likes to do. Uh, but he's gone against some real good guys, uh, in the gi. So he was tough. He was tough to submit. I came close to a few leg entanglements and things like that. But most of the time it just came down to being able to wrestle up. And I got him with the idiot sweep twice, which is fun. Tell me what the idiot sweep is. Idiot sweep is where you... Apparently it's one of my favorite sweeps. Apparently I get it far more than I think I do. (laughs) But... Uh, I take the insteps of my feet and I like go to your ankles, both your ankles, and then I just push your knees 
and then you like sprawl back like you're like fall backwards and it's called idiot sweep because you feel like an idiot for like having it done to you um but i like kind of use it to like wrestle up so it was good and then i did something or other to wrestle up so i did i got a few of those but there's one really cool thing that i that i did in the match that i really like was in like the last like minute and a half or so he was threatening a single leg and he got me like on my hands, like a wheelbarrow position. And I like turned and like counter wrestled. Yeah. That was super dope. That was cool. That was I like that. Dope. That was way cooler than like anything I've done. Yeah. Nogi really good timing. Yeah. I felt like an actual wrestler. So Caitlin asked me to ask you about your personal take on the difference between competing in the gi and no gi at the level you're trying to compete at. Uh, yeah. No gi, honestly. It, it wasn't a yes or no question. He's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, no gi, it kind of boils down to three things. One is, can you do leg locks? Like, are you good enough to entangle someone's legs? Two is, can you prevent the leg entanglement? <laughs> and then three is, can you wrestle? <laughs> That's pretty much like what it is. So if you watch like the really good IQ guys, the really the guys who have really good match IQ, they cycle between those three in a match. So they wrestle if they can like out wrestle someone, or they play bottom and they just try to entangle the legs, um, or they play top and then try to prevent the leg entanglement, and then you know win on like an advantage or something. Um. Because you get like the guys who have been doing leg locks their entire careers. You got D1 wrestlers who are coming over. And then you got like these poor guys who have just kind of been doing like everything. And then they're not very good at one thing. And then they get caught in all three of them. Or like their guard passed or their back taken or whatever. I'm getting close to not being there. But <laughs> but. So you're kind of saying that there's specialists that win out as long as they chase the game they're yeah, looking for in those matches yeah but it's 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 weird because it's like only like three areas really like you can kind of boil it down to like three strategies in no gi really um and then in the gi it's like whoever can like impose their grip game honestly their grip game and then get to their position and then just kind of go from there but yeah in the gi it's it's way harder in the sense that you have to impose your will a little bit more because it's like just stickier. Like there's more grips that can happen and it's slower. So you got to like grip fight more. Mm -hmm. And then there's like more positions because the gi and blah, 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 blah. So that part's really tough. Which one do you prefer? I don't think I asked you that when you're on. I go through waves. So right now I'm ready to just, and never do no gi ever again and then go back to the gi. <laughs> why, then, why is that? And then, I don't know. Because I, I was just training no gi so much. And then after Worlds in December, I'm going to be like, I'm ready to shed the gi and just do no gi. It's just going to go back and forth. It's really whatever I'm excited about. You know, I really like the leg locks leading up to all the no gi stuff. But right now I'm like, I just want to lapel guard people. That's all I want to do. <laughs> I can't wait for the next tournament 
or if there will be like a tournament where I can do heel hooks in the gi because I'm going to do lapel guards and heel hooks now and it's just going to be yeah like the TCI thing the Twin Cities Invitational like we were able to do like heel hooks in the gi and Kevin just like heel hooked everyone and it was hilarious it was the funniest thing ever because he because he just went and like half guard and then just like sat back on the heel and then everyone was like ah and it was like it's funny because this IBJJF player came and like heel hooked all these guys who were like oh I do like you know heel hooks and in, in the gi and like this is how I train and you know the people who think like heel hooks are like the ultimate technique right and like if they're just allowed <clears throat> to do heel hooks they'll just like win every match there's so many people think that I've gone to so many gyms or like people who come in and they're like I'm not allowed to heel hook you because like I'm not allowed to heel hook visitors I'm like you can do whatever you want man right you could literally do whatever you want and then I like grab a sleeve because it's in the gi and then they're like how are you doing this <laughs> I'm like hmm, a wild man <laughs> yeah so uh yeah like Kevin like heel hooked everyone in the gi and that was really funny but now I want to like do that but now like I'm really good at leg locks and lapel guards so I want to like, combine the two most heinous things that like you can do and then I want to wrist lock someone too Horrible. that'd be really funny so yeah what were we talking R- about wrist locks pretty common where you're at at that level <laughs> No. Yeah. It wouldn't um, seem like it would be. You no, know, there was one notable except uh, two notable exceptions. So Fredson Paishao is was really good at wrist locks. He was pretty notorious for like wrist locking people. And then uh Hafa Mendez wrist locked Mario Hayes at Worlds one time from the crucifix. And that was pretty funny. Jesus. That was really sad. I felt really bad for Mario. <laughs> he just got wrist locked. But yeah. Um wrist locks are usually for new blue belts. That's yeah. where I guess wrist locked the most. Lydia, do you want to talk about your recent experience <laughs> being a blue belt and getting wrist locks? Like day three or so? Um. Pushes the mic over. Nice. You can always say no. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it was rough today, I'll be honest. <laughs> Pretty much every single match. I got wrist locked at least, <laughs> at least, yeah, at least twice. But then there's like, um, like Chris will do it, and he's a new blue belt too, so he's like all about it. Yeah, because you you get a blue belt, and now you're at risk of certain things you weren't at risk of, but you can also do those things right. if you want to jump in and go, go. Chris yeah, got wrist locked a lot this morning, so he's probably you know returning the favor. I think that's kind of Matt karma for like. We, you heel hook a bunch of people. So, so I think that's just karma. What's your preference? Aquila gi or no gi? I don't like training no gi because it's slimy. It is definitely. Yes, it is so slimy. slimy. I like competing no gi though. It's still slimy though. I like practicing gi. Competing in gi is hard. It is Why? very hard. Tell me what you mean. The grips, strategy, and I'm usually faster than people, so gi or no gi is like a little bit easier because I can just be faster, more athletic. Yeah. Can be faster in the gi, but they still have good grips or yeah, yeah, think a little bit more. <clears throat> and women, I don't know, I don't know if maybe this is just competitors or whatever, but. Seems like when I compete in the gi, people grab grips super hard. And it's like, yeah, yeah. like 
It's like I'd like you to let go of okay. that. Well, sir. I mean, like, I to, yeah. let's open the game up and play so, a little bit. And so you like no gi better, is what you're saying? No, I like competing no gi better. I don't mm-hmm. like training no gi because it's slimy. As long as in training people don't grab grips hard. No, no, no. Like okay. for gi, people usually grab super hard, and there's a lot of stalling, and there's a lot of like. Not a lot of movement. Yeah, that's my game. That's where I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. So I don't like, I, I mean, I like turtle. it, but it's just a different game. You know, it doesn't open up as much as sure. I would like. But yeah, I think after pans this year, I realized that there was like a big misconception that people have that, oh, only like white belts death grip. Yeah. And I was like, no, man, black belts are death gripping constantly. I was like, I couldn't feel my fingers. My fingers are still hurting from yep. pans because, like, just yanking on grips and stuff. And I was like, I can't, like, I, are they broken? Right. And I was like, no, this is nonsense. Like, everyone's just death gripping mm-hmm. because if you let go of a grip, that might be, like, it. Or, you know, you might get a step behind. Right. And so well, that's what you said that. earlier oh. is, like. Yeah. Gi comes down to can I get my grips and get the position yeah, I want, it's, right? It's very grip heavy. Yeah, so the two people, the two demographics such as death grip are like new white belts and black belt competitors. Right. <laughs> it's like really funny. You unlearn it and then you go, wait a minute. And brown belt women. Yeah, and brown belt women, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> death They're ahead gripping. of the curve. The guys wait Man. till black belt and the girls are uh, Just women. death right. gripping. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get sucked into the death grip game. And then that shit sucks. Yeah. So I have an I play light. Uh, question I want to ask you guys. Oh my. I'm going to read it. You can read? <laughs> <laughs> the question is, if Ishmael Bentley was coaching, could Marcus and Akila together stand a chance against me? That's from Potterbaum. And the me is Ryan Potterbaum. Yeah, it's 100% Potterbaum. <laughs> Like if I was on Akilah's shoulders, like, <laughs> right. like a like a what, like a hand or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Is this tag like team? Like a me- megala something. Isn't that Mad Max where the guy had on his shoulders? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that the original or the remake? I think mm-hmm. it was the original, right? Probably. Yeah. Oh no! Every time uh, Potterbaum's back in town, I'm not here. So I think he plans his trips on when I'm out of town. You mean you're ducking Potabom? I think Potabom intentionally comes here when I'm not here. Nice choice of words. Yeah. It's okay. He'll get it. Mm-hmm. I had to read that one, so I had to slow it down. Yeah. It's never really anonymous. I I, well, I don't think I could win. I'll just be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could win. Like with Ryan? Ishmael will be telling me to do stuff that I probably can't do and against him. And I've over the years I've just like came to terms with that I just can't beat him. Well and that's okay. Yeah, so here's the thing. It's like an abusive relationship. Yes. So I mean, we've gotten to the point where yeah. Well, here's the thing. So uh Potabom can come down to the adult division. I cannot go up to Masters 6 or whatever he is, right? right? So next time there's like a Twin Cities Open, I invite him to come down to featherweight or lightweight 
or middleweight, whatever weight he's at. And I'll go in the same division as him. And then we can run it back in the absolute after I submit him in the... Are you bold? You are after bold. you submit him in the what? In the in the weight class. Mm-hmm. And then in the absolute? And then I'll submit him faster. Okay. <laughs> Just to make I don't want no part of that. Make sure that was clearly stated mm. for the front of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> but he can't wrestle. That's the one stipulation. <laughs> I had to give him something. <laughs> like he can't wrestle during the match. You can't choke me because my throat hurts. Oh yeah. Well, he'll probably say that's that what too. that sound like. Yeah, yeah. He has the ability to wrestle. I'm saying he can't. He's not allowed to wrestle when I go yeah. against him. I have to be nice to him at some point. Like you bold. He's my uncle, so you got more courage than I do. <laughs> He's also not here, unless the surprise. Right. <laughs> I've done a surprise down. guess or two, as <laughs> you know. That'd be funny. Oh, how is the surprise? That's right. You were the surprise, yeah. Mm. Paulie, one of the questions I was asked to ask you is if you know a guy. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it's a Probably. good answer. Yeah. You? Probably. Oh. <sighs> What else? What else? Oh, uh, I got leg locked my second match. You got uh, leg locked? Yeah. That's how you lost? Yeah, I got heel hooked. Is that quarterfinals? That was quarterfinals. Tell me about it. Um, I got leg locked. I got leg locked, yeah. He's real good. Who? Uh, Edwin Ocasio. Ocasio? Ocasio? He's good. He's a cool dude, too. So that's always cool. Even like in my first match, even the one that I won... I learned a lot. And then, of course, going with him, you learn a lot. I think too many people try to just learn from the matches they lose. So they have like this like survivorship bias of, I won that match, so I did like everything great. But that's like not how getting better works. So you should be like completely honest and look at the match for all the good things and all the bad things. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I won my matches, but fuck, yeah. I was stalling. Yeah, I you was, say you were. Stalling? I was stalling. That is not how I do jujitsu, and that's just what I. Were did. you stalling because that's what was working, and it was allowing you to yeah. control the tempo of the match? Yep. Yeah. So then, but what, it was stalling to me. Yeah. To me. Okay, the yeah. idealist in you is not happy with it. Yeah, no. and that's but that's like the other thing too. That's like ridiculous. Is there's like this idea amongst a lot of like old school guys or whatever. And they're like, well, you have to like submit your opponent or else like, you know, that's how I feel. Yeah. And that's like, good. if I don't submit you, that's a good thing. Really to beat you? But if you're in a the match, an old school guy. Yeah. But if you're in a match, right. And you both are like the two of the best in the world and it's a close match and there's a minute left, you're not going to be like, well, I have to like go for something and like try to submit my opponent and then you're going to lose. Like, that's, like, absurd. Yeah, but you don't right. really lose. You yeah. just ran out of time. Yeah. But if you're, like, if you're, like, bird. If you yeah. ran out of time and you were behind on points, you lost. Shit. <laughs> that is my definition. Shit. <laughs> per the rules of the sport, right? Right. Like, it's a sport. And within the confines of the rules, that's that's what it is. Yeah. Right. Not a fight. But, yeah. Yeah. But, like, of course, of course, like, we all, like, want to, like, submit our opponent. And, like, through the course of a match, it's, like, a story of, like, okay, how are you going to, like, try to do it? Yeah. It's, like, a puzzle. But sometimes, like, it just doesn't work out that yep. way. And, like, okay, they're clearly not going to, like, submit each other. 
And then the puzzle changes into like, okay, it's not about who's going to submit each other. It's who's going to like out tactic the other person, which is like what you did in like your final, like really, really well is it became more about like, okay, how are we going to like right. win this match? Yeah. Cause she right. pulled guard. No, fuck that. Get back up. <laughs> and then she pulled again. No, fuck that. Get back up. And then she got up and I took her down. Well, that was dumb on her part. Oh, then. she yeah, she pulled without a grip, right? And then she got yeah, a penalty. Yeah, she had to stand up the first That's time. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. she had to get up. Which is always a good feeling. A grip, but that happened in my match. Same mm-hmm. as yours. The, I learned yeah. that. Yeah. I was Crazy. like, what the hell just happened? Dude sat down and they, they gave the guy. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, when that happens, you almost have to like just act like it just never happened. Because again, like we talked about, it's like oh, a penalty. Oh, I like am up. Right? <laughs> Even though it's a penalty, like it just doesn't. Like I could just like accidentally like poke him in the face or something or like grab his face. Well, and, and to that point you were making earlier, you're kind of always fighting as if it's zero, zero. Yeah. I think you can't let the two points you got think, or whatever. Yeah, I think that's the, I think that's a, a mature way of competing. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Pause for kisses. <laughs> you listed a bunch of tournaments that are coming up. What's next for you and these people? Uh, so, um, the next thing right around the corner is Caitlin fights October 27th PFL. So, and then fight to win is November 5th in Minneapolis. Then November 10th or 11th, 12th, 13th, 11th, 12th, 13th master worlds and jujitsu con. Uh, that's in Vegas. Master worlds is a huge tournament and that's 30 and older. And then they do jujitsu cons at the same time, 29 and under. And what was Jujutsu Khan? What are uh, talking about? It's, IBJJF uh, Khan. It's an IBJJF tournament. It's <laughs> just, it used Convex to be. Convex only? It, oh, that would be dope. That would be super dope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then after that, uh, there's uh, the Ignite Invitational. That's the thing Michelle is helping put together. That's December 3rd. And then Worlds is December 10th. And that's it for the year. But a lot of stuff in the next basically six weeks so what's next for you two what do you got i uh i have a well most likely have a uh match in chicago next week which is the 23rd uh for tap cancer out um but the guy that i was supposed to go against just pulled out so they're trying to find me another opponent Um, when did that happen like just yesterday or what i think this morning oh yeah, Friday. Morning. But they're yeah. and then Morgan. We have a one of the Brown Bus yeah. gyms doing that yeah. as well. Same. Yeah. yeah. So I'm teaching a seminar that morning in Lacrosse, and then I was like, "Oh well, it's just in Chicago, so I can just drive another like four hours and then like compete like <laughs> later that night." You didn't look at a map, bro. Lacrosse <laughs> to Chicago. Yeah, it's like four and a half hours. I mean, I get it. What a pain in the ass, dude. No, it was perfect because oh, I was okay. already on the way. Right. It's like no, like I'm already like kind of almost there, so. <laughs> yeah. Almost. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> a six and a half hour drive as opposed to a four and a half hour drive. Uh, yeah, I know. I got it. Two and a half plus four. Is six and a half. Very good. Math Akila. is the language of the universe. <laughs> Do Masters World and uh, Worlds, and then that tournament that Michelle's putting on. Yeah. Which one? Which one is Dick Katasik doing? Master Worlds. Master Worlds. Okay. Yeah, Dick's retirement tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Amazing. I'm cut that out. I don't think people know that. He's a celebrity, so. That's um, amazing. Gotta be careful. Well, if you tell him it's a retirement tournament, maybe more people will watch it. That's a fair point. <laughs> you two shut up for a second. Last question to the world champ. Oh. Was Grace there or was she back no, home? No, she was home. What did Grace say when he won? What did she say? She said some obnoxious uh, shit. What did she say? <laughs> this is Polly's question. He just texted me. If you For saw real? me looking at my phone. What did she say? Some stupid shit. Like dishwasher still full? Yeah, some fuck? stupid shit like, like that. that. Like, <laughs> you know you still got to cook, right? Yeah. Like, stupid <laughs> shit. <laughs> or like, shit. if you would have been doing your hip cars, it would have been better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a coach at home. That's 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 a uh, 50-50 yeah. good and bad. Yeah, it's 60-40 bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Akila, congrats. Thank you. Marcus, thanks for being here. <laughs> congrats you, to yeah. him too. Everybody at M-Theory. I didn't do this shit by myself. I wasn't lying on flow grappling when I said I fucking get mauled. I do get mauled. We know this. And because of all your mauling, we won. <laughs>